Welcome to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast, where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets. Now, the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball, Waver Wire Queen. What's going on? And welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's Wave Wire Queen. Thank you for your well wishes and continue to be patient with me as I recover from a concussion. Again, concussions are very serious. Um, I am just really starting to use the laptop and my recording material. And uh, again, I will be uh, limiting the amount of time I spend with you guys. However, I'm going to make sure that it is the best amount of time that you guys are tuning in and getting valued information. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you are definitely tuning in, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are listening to your podcast, The Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast is available. So yesterday I uh, did a video on um, waiver wire ads and it was a little different because there was so much going on with uh, injuries, um, load management, and one of the major issues why games are now starting to be postponed. Uh, a lot of players are in uh, the health and safety protocol due to COVID. So I just wanted to kind of talk about that and how that is impacting fantasy basketball. I tried to uh, set up a few games on FanDuel for fantasy basketball and um, several games were postponed. So I had to go in and switch my lineups up several times. I was almost to the point where I wanted to just say, you know what? Screw that. I am canceling my entries because I had to change my lineups out at least two to three times. And I felt like I had the best lineups that would have gave me, you know, the best opportunity to win. Nonetheless, stuck with my lineups, won a few dollars. But again, this is something you are having to deal with as a uh, manager and someone who loves to play fantasy basketball. Again, the most important thing is the player's health. And that is uh, probably and should be the priority of the NBA. Yes, they want to have their product out there, but obviously their product are the players. And so the players have to be healthy in order for the league to continue to run. And again, games are now starting to be postponed. Five games were postponed on December 19th, which, which is a lot. That was the day that I was trying to do the, the entries on FanDuel. Okay. So five games, that's a lot um, early on in the week too. So right now uh, the NBA sits at seven games postponed. The NBA obviously is the standards in my opinion in sports when it comes to um, handling several uh, matters, including uh, the whole uh, health and safety protocol due to COVID, but you are seeing uh, COVID affect sports all across. Obviously it's affecting everyone everywhere, but you're starting to see uh, a lot of players uh, being out in the NFL, NHL, several sports. But 
our main focus is fantasy basketball. And I don't know about you guys, but right now when I uh, look down my roster, I'm like, oh, wow, damn, I have nobody that I can start. And then some of these players I am being asked to release and add other players I just simply cannot do because who's really going to release Kevin Durant? Like you're not going to release Kevin Durant for someone who is getting a 10 day contract to um, play until Kevin Durant returns. So you're going to just have to eat that. And um, again, I dropped the video on some great players you should look at and target. And these players will be able to help you with several players being out. There are more than 70 players out right now um, that are on that um, health and safety protocol protocol due to COVID. So, yes, serious. That's a lot of players not available. And we're talking about some of the heavy hitters. Let me tell you some of the players that are out and um, not available, and it's due to being in the protocol. So obviously, uh, KD is on this list, all right? You got KD, the Greek freak, James Harden, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young. Obviously, these are the top dogs, right? Yes, Anthony Edwards, Zach Levine. Yes, I'm a big Bulls fan. So we started the whole process where the NBA had to postpone two of our games. We had 10 players in the protocol and we didn't have enough players. It was like, okay, now you're asking us to play players who may not be ready to play or try to go and round up some players. And a lot of those times you may end up losing those games. So the NBA is doing the right thing by postponing games and they'll be able to uh, make those games up at a later date. I've had conversations with people and they were saying, hey, maybe they should consider the bubble again. I don't think they're going to get to that point. The NBA, again, to me, is the standards and everything they do. So I am sure that, you know, they will find a way to to continue to monitor the situation and and do what's best for um, the league and the players. So they are definitely going to increase testing, which is a very good thing. You want to do that because you want to try to, you know, monitor it as much as possible. Not easy to do because obviously we all know with dealing with COVID, it's it's out there. And sometimes you do not know someone may may have it and they may not know. So it's 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 hard for you to just look at someone and say, hey, yeah, you no, you you just don't know. So the increased testing is really good. They are acting swiftly and are, you know, planning to to take the proper measures to ensure that, you know, these games can go on and players are being uh, taken care of as well as staff and everyone else because you have coaches that are now in the protocol as well. So it's not just the players. So it's affecting everyone in the league from um, players to coaches, pretty much staff. So um, the NBA, again, they tend to do an excellent job when it comes to, to, to several different matters. So I expect them to uh, continue to, you know, do the right thing and do what's best, which they have. And again, seeing that more players are in the protocol, they again have acted and they will be doing more testing, maybe even um, testing prior to the start of games due to um, a particular player's circumstances. 
surrounding uh, COVID. So, you know, when we look at the fact that so many players are in the protocol, um, I think about the fact that there are players out there who, you know, maybe in the G League or players that are unsigned, undrafted, just pretty much free agents, guys who are looking for an opportunity. And with the amount of players that are in the protocol, this is that time for those guys to step up and and seize the moment and make the best out of it. You know, some some of these guys may end up sticking with the team based on how they perform. There are some top dogs who who are not in the protocol, so you're still playing against um, competitive players. Obviously, uh, NBA is obviously the best it gets when it comes to professional basketball. So you're playing against the best players regardless. So teams will be looking at some of these guys and maybe invites to camp next year maybe uh adding some of these players to affiliate g league teams players have to continue to take advantage of those opportunities you know if they sign you to a players again have to take advantage of the opportunity if a team signs a player to a 10-day contract and they perform well and they may want to extend another one yeah yes yes continue to to play play extremely well and you never know and that's why people always say you got to stay ready you just never know when you're going to get that opportunity and it may be that one opportunity that you get you may not get another opportunity so a lot of players that are out there that are looking to stick with a team go on and do your thing shoot your shot and just good luck and hopefully you guys do get more than just this opportunity to showcase your talents at the the professional NBA level because, you know, there are some really good players that are not in the NBA, okay? So if you get an opportunity, just make the most of it, be positive, and just, you know, do the damn thing. Do what you, you, you do best, play basketball. One player that comes to mind that I feel deserves a shot is Lee Angelo Ball. Yep, one of my favorites. Jello, that's right. Uh, I would love to see him get the opportunity, especially right now with uh, several players being in the protocol. I want to see him get a shot. At one point, uh, the Hornets had a few players in a protocol, including his his brother, the great Mellow Ball. That's right. LaMelo was in a protocol as, as well. Didn't see um, the Hornets call up Ball. Hopefully he does get an opportunity with uh, several players being in the protocol right now. He is currently playing for the Greensboro Swarm that is affiliate of the Charlotte Hornets. He's averaging nine points, two rebounds, one steal, and he's shooting 47% from threes. Just want to see him get a chance and see if he can make the most of his opportunity. I always say, and I think everybody says, it, you know, stay ready. You never know when that opportunity is going to come knocking and you just got to take advantage of it because you never know if you are going to get a second opportunity or second chance. Just very hard to tell. NBA is a very competitive league. So if you get the opportunity, just make the best of it. Even if it's not with um, the Hornets in the case of 
um, LiAngelo may be called up and play very well. And another team may be interested. You just got to be ready. And with all that is going on right now, a lot of players are going to, a lot of unsigned players are going to have the opportunity. So, yep, the unsigned players in the uh, G League, players maybe even overseas, hey, there's a lot of opportunity out there right now. And um, I'm hoping that these young guys get the chance and that they play very well and stick with a team or at least, again, get the invite next season. So how is this impacting fantasy? You know what's impacting fantasy. You don't have the Greek freak because you know you drafted him with first or in the top three. You don't have KD who's been uh, playing his tail off all season. You know, again, these are not just role players or just uh, players who, who you find on waivers. These are the guys you drafted in the top five, top ten to be the centerpiece of your fantasy basketball team, and they're not available to you because they are in the protocol. So this has impacted your your team. Like, for instance, the Greek freak is is averaging 50-something, 60-something uh, fantasy points, right? You're going to – if you're in a points-based league, he's going to be getting you between 50 and 60 points on a nightly basis. That is a lot of points. That is a lot of production that you are relying on. And right now, that's a lot of points that you do not have access to. And if you are without your top player in that first round, those first five picks, if you are without any of those guys, it may be a tough week. It may be very hard to win that week because – that is a lot of firepower that is out. That's like if you're running a franchise and you drafted the Greek freak and he's not available to you, you expect your team to uh, struggle. Look at the Pelicans, even though they was going to struggle whether Zion was there or not because they messed that team up. Again, no Zion. They're the worst team in the NBA, in my opinion. So, again, when you think of it from a fan fantasy standpoint – you don't have access to your top dogs who you rely on to carry you, you know? Yes, the guys you draft in the other round, you are expecting them to, to carry you as well. Of course, I always say it's not all about the starters, those bench players as well. Okay, if you are in a points-based league and the Greek freak is getting you 50, 60 points, on a nightly basis for the most part, that is a whole lot of production and you won't be able to replace it. Yes, again, most teams are struggling and um, dealing with several players being in a protocol. So naturally, the in a points-based league, the points may be much lower, so you still may have a chance to beat your opponent. However, you're going to have to work that waiver wire. Naturally, you're not going to do anything crazy if you're in a league and drop someone like KD or the Greek Freak. You just obviously should never do anything like that. And um, when you have something like this occur, that's when the commissioner has to uh, take charge. And if you don't have any of those um, IL slots, then this is a great time that you should consider adding them. I know in some platforms you cannot add them once the season starts, so unfortunately you won't be able to. But this is why I stressed early on before the season started when uh, leagues were being created, add a few IL slots. 
if you only normally add one, which I don't ever recommend because that just makes no sense. I say at least um, three to four because the whole uh, players being in a protocol, that is really something that, you know, it's something that's going to occur, but you're not really expecting multiple players. You're pretty much your whole roster. I've seen people with maybe two people uh, available to play in fantasy. You're not expecting that, right? Or you're at least hoping that that does not occur. But again, as the commissioner, you got to plan and think ahead. Like there is no more fantasy sports where you don't have IL, IR slots because injuries are part of the game. So you should always have those due to injuries because you're not going to ask someone to just drop CMC and fantasy football because you don't have a IR slot. No, you should have IR slots and it should be at least a minimum of two. One, what the hell are we going to do with one slot? That's just a waste of everyone's time. Okay. So going forward, if you didn't do that for uh, this season as a commissioner and fantasy basketball. Next season, you have a minimum of two IL slots. And again, you can also take this advice if you have uh, a fantasy football league as a commissioner. You add those IR slots, especially in, in football. You already know a lot of players are going to to get hurt, which is unfortunate, but it is a part of the game. So you at least have that minimum of two and talk to your league, get feedback on how many you think you should add. Don't go crazy and add about six or seven. It's just, no, we don't need to do that. But at least if nothing else, you need to. Uh, most of the leagues that I am in and the leagues that I run for our uh, fantasy basketball league, we have um, four IL slots and we use the Yahoo platform. So we have two regular IL slots and then we have two um, IL plus slots, which have helped, but that's not even enough with everything that's going on. I'm telling you, everybody on my bench is pretty much hurt from IL all the way to the, to the, to the top of my bench. I have nobody to play that is on my bench. And I have players that I just simply are, I'm unwilling to drop. And I'm like, I'm gonna catch it, catch up later on in the season, hopefully, because like, like I said, I'm not dropping any of my top dogs to replace them with a player who may be on a 10 day contract, may get an extended 10 day contract. No, I'm going to have to just take it, you know, and when you do drop some of your good players, you're going to notice that other managers in the league is going to pick pick those players up. And now you're like, damn, I really shouldn't have did that. But it is a part of the game. So that is how uh, the health and safety protocol with several players being in that protocol has affected fantasy uh, basketball simply you do not have access to to your players and again I always say health is wealth and availability is the most important thing I don't care if you're averaging 10 points nine rebounds if you are in a points based league you are looking for as many points as you can the goal is to have the most points I don't care if it's one more point than your opponent for the week because guess what you'll win so the goal is to make sure that you keep as much players in your 
your starting lineups. And when you are missing your top performers or just pretty much your whole bench is depleted because of whether that's injuries, low management, and a lot of players in the health and safety protocol, it's hard to compete at the highest level. But again, we cannot make any excuses because the games will go on unless they decide to delay the season, which I don't see that happening at all. But if they postpone games, you'll just have to make them up. If you have a player that is just not performing and they are out right now, then you need to do the right thing and move on from them. Obviously, you don't ever drop your top dog. So if you got one of those top players, you just don't drop them. You keep them and you just got to take the hit and find production elsewhere. In this case, with players like Katie Harden, the Greek freak, Young, all in the protocol, you just have to go in and see if you can secure their backups. Uh, I say at this point in time to have flexibility with your roster. I would at this point in time leave one of my bench slots just open and available for uh, players that I may have to pick up because, like right now tonight, I have one player playing and player the team I'm playing against they have about four and I'm like yeah this is not going to uh, end well for me I lost this past week by a whole lot because I really didn't have a lot of players to play and then it just wasn't worth it when I looked on uh free agency it just wasn't worth dropping some of my really good players so I just said you know what I'm not gonna win this week I got my butt whipped and it is what it is out here in these fantasy basketball streets because I'm not going to drop one of my top players so you can pick him up right now. Not going to do that. But going forward again, I recommend having one bench slot as that. That's called a flex spot at this point. We gonna, it's going to be a revolving door, okay? You're going to have to do that because right now, it's a lot of players that are unavailable and you cannot just sit there and say, I'm going to wait because you never know. A player may end up in a protocol right now, get out and back, end up back in there. So have my recommendation is have one bench slot open and free to kind of move uh, free agents in and out right now. If you can afford to do two, then do so. There are definitely a lot of great, players who can help you produce in the short term. And when I say the short term, I mean just un until your team is at full strength or health. Some teams are at, at damn near 0 to 25% strength. So if you can get at 50% strength, then you can start assessing your roster in a different way. So one to two bench slots, have that flexibility, and just be mindful of who's out there on waivers, and again, I um, released a week 10 help via the, the waiver wire, and I said it as help because, yes, a lot of us need help right now because of everything that is going on. And so you can check out the video on uh, YouTube or you can listen to the uh, show on uh, any platform that has uh, podcasting. So again, guys, 
thanks for bearing with me and hanging in there as I continue to improve with this concussion. Y'all make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and also make sure that you are tuning in on all major uh, podcast hosting platforms. Y'all have a great evening. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to waverwirequeen at gmail.com. The Score.